like your hairdo. Thank you. Sure. Like yours too, Kim. Thanks. Been working on it. I'd say the same, but I can't see your hair. But I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that, Kim. Okay. Head coach Jeff Collins' weekly uh, press conference. Coach, if you could sure. open up with statement, talk a little bit about look forward to USF, and then we'll have questions. Anything for you, Mike. Appreciate it. <laughs> Um, so obviously, uh, a lot of time has passed since last Thursday night. Um, the, the three things that we talked about with the guys going into the game uh, were culture built on efforts. So I wanted to play, see them play really, really hard. Uh, competition is king around this program. Wanted to see them compete at a high level against the number one team in the country. And then whatever bad things or bad circumstances might happen to us, stay together and keep playing hard and playing for each other. And I thought all three of those things, they did really uh, at a high level. So I was proud of them. Um, I know there's a lot of talk afterwards about, you know, me interacting with the guys afterwards, but that was just a spontaneous, genuine uh, appreciation of all the hard work they've been through, uh, transforming this culture, going from 11 years of a triple option offense and now running a spread. Uh, based attack against a really good uh, defense. Uh, just was really proud of them. Um, obviously, don't want to be satisfied with not winning football games because that's what we're uh, trying to do every single week. Uh, but the effort, the competitiveness, and the, the them playing together and play for each other uh, was there throughout. I uh, had a lot of young guys play. Obviously, we only have 11 seniors uh, on the roster. Uh, and I know that's small, but those guys have done a great job buying into the culture, um, making sure they're reinforcing the things that we believe in in this program, in the locker room, on the practice field every single day. 22 freshmen uh, played in the game. Uh, I think we had 60 snaps at wide receiver from true freshmen. And uh, so it was good to see the young guys out there playing, out there competing um, and doing those kind of things. Uh, players of the week, so some of the things that we talk about and that we incentivize uh, our developmental squad players of the week, Jamal Camp at offensive line. Um, he'll make the travel team this week. Jeremiah Smith, a safety um, for defensive developmental player of the week. And then Wesley Walker on a special teams player of the week. Uh, just really proud of the way they developed. We do not use cards in this program. And uh, apparently that's a unique thing. And uh, it's just something that we've done for a long time. And I uh, said, so we think developmental development matters in a program. And then some of the guys that stood out offensively, defensively, and special teams, uh, Nathan Cottrell on special teams. He was the gunner on a punt. He was the uh, our enforcer on the kickoff team, did a great job on uh, Blancado's big pass up down the seam to the left. Nathan had a huge block playing running back. Um, they blitzed to the linebacker, and he comes across and makes a huge block to get that uh, pass completed. Mikey Minahan uh, at the offensive line position just battled the entire game. Um, and then Trace Willing, I think, uh, you know, it was obvious, just, you know, even the, the casual observer could tell that uh, Trey played really well. But the thing that, that I want to impress upon everybody is how much special teams matters to us. He was the left tackle on kickoff return. Every single one, he's out there battling. Um, even though the guy was booming it out of the end zone, Trey was out there competing um, on kickoff return. Uh, he was one of our gunners on punt. And every single rep, he is taking that role uh, just as serious as being an elite corner um, against an elite offense. So uh, proud of those guys and how they worked. Obviously got a, a really good opponent coming in 
on Saturday. We've played them the last two years. I uh, have a lot of respect for, for them. A lot of offensive talent coming back. I think they have nine starters coming back. A lot of speed. Uh, quarterback with a big, strong, powerful arm. Um, they do a lot of good things offensively, schematically. Um, so we know, we understand we've got our work cut out for us. And then defensively, they're very multiple, uh, but still very sound. And again, I think the, the same thing on both sides of the ball uh, with the team is they've got really good team speed um, and they play play really hard. Um, I'm not going to go ahead and do this, the sad news. So a uh, little sad news within the, uh, within the organization. Um, Dr. Aaron King, uh, our team dentist, uh, passed. Uh, so obviously we're heartbroken internally. Um, so I just shared the news with the team. And uh, you know I think we're going to release something here, me saying it, and then we'll release something as well. Um, lifelong Georgia Tech fan, uh, 55 years with the Athletic Association, um, official capacity. But he's made the mouthpieces uh, here for the last 55, 60 years. He's made the mouthpieces. Uh, the first mouthpiece he made was for Coach Bill Curry. Uh, it's pretty cool. Um, and then the last one he made, and he had, I don't know if anybody noticed these, but Dr. King uh, had the molds and had these things made for our guys, um, you know, for the game and for the season. So just uh, he means a lot to this program. It means a lot to this Georgia Tech Athletics Association family, and it's obviously our hearts go out to him. He'll be greatly missed and uh, you know, revered around here. He was inducted into the Hall of Fame in 2004, so obviously with heavy hearts. Uh, wanted to let you guys know because he means so much uh, to us internally. So, um, questions? Please raise your hand, got a microphone. Okay. Uh, Coach, can you just talk a little bit about, you went with kind of a run-heavy game plan against Clemson. We did. We talked about offensive balance and those kinds of things. Sure. I guess kind of some curious, was that a specific plan for Clemson, or is that kind of what to expect going forward? No, so I mean, just every single day we're trying to make sure we're installing the things that, that we do. But, um, you know, Coach T's done a great job with the offensive line, and they're working really, really hard. And every single day, the multitude of protections that we have, the multitude of cumulative reps at pass protection fundamentals. Um, so we're going to play to our strengths uh, as we continue to develop. Um, so it was, you know, this is what we do well. Um, these are the things that we need to do uh, to compete at a very high level. Um, took some shots later in the game downfield. And uh, so that's part of our uh, nature of what we do. Um, but just going into it, that's what we felt was the best thing to do uh, to move the ball and, uh, you know, to do some good things. So. Um, last year, USF kind of surprised Georgia Tech. Going over the tape, what are some things that you kind of learned from that game, took away from it to prepare for Saturday? So, uh, obviously, team speed. Um, and, I, you know, they started off the season. Uh, last year, I think they started off 7-0, and right? They were rolling. It's, it's a good team. It's, they've got really good players. Um, so it's no surprise that they're competitive um, in all the games. But I think the, thing, the, the two keys uh, from that game were the two big kickoff returns. And uh, we've made a huge emphasis on special teams ever since we've gotten here. Uh, the kickoff coverage unit, I thought we've made two really nice plays. Last Thursday night on kickoff, Caleb Oliver uh, made two huge tackles um, inside the 25 uh, on kickoff coverage. So that is a 
emphasis for us going forward and uh, their team speed and remembering what happened to us last year um, obviously increases and heightens the focus uh, whenever we do the kickoff coverage units and really any special teams uh, period for this team because they have so much so many good athletes and team speed. South Florida struggled a little bit on, on offense in the opening game. Uh, Kerwin Bell running the offense now. Sure. Uh, what changes do you see there? And I, I imagine you expect them to play a lot better this week. Sure. I mean, if you look, um, so it's kind of like playing a new offense, a new offense. So a lot of our studies um, have been off the Valdosta State tape. I'm one of the top offenses in the country, Division II. I think they played in the national championship game. So um, really good offensive play caller, really good scheme. Um, I think Johnny Ford will be playing again this week. He's a dynamic player, dynamic athlete. Um, so, you know, not really sure after game one how they're going to use him within the game plan at running back or his receiver or jet sweep. So a great deal of respect for him and the, the things that he can do uh, with the football. Um, but it's a, it's a dynamic offense, and they do a lot of things. And just incorporating systems in um, every week, I'm sure they're going to keep getting better and better and adding to the things that they can do, just like every offense in the country will. I want to ask, uh, uh, after last week's split decision for you guys on the, on the eligibility issues with transfer portal, what's your, what, what kind of reaction are you left with? Do you, have, do you feel like you have a, a grasp on where future decisions might go, and what do you see for the future of this? Uh, I don't know. Uh, to be honest with you, I, wouldn't, I, I apologize for not um, being in that space in game week, getting ready. Um, just the only thing I know is uh, our players, you know, uh, really matter to me, um, regardless of how they ended up coming here, whether uh, they were here previously or we brought them in. They mean so much to me. And their successes, I feel pride when they have success. Their hurts, I feel hurt when they're hurting. Their disappointments, I feel their disappointments. So um, it's young men who have hopes and dreams and aspirations. Um, their sons, their grandsons, their nephews, some of them are fathers um, that have hopes and dreams and aspirations. And any time those things and their opportunities are denied and I feel their pain, you know, I think there's a natural reaction because you love your guys so much um, so I don't I don't know if that answers the question but just um, I just wanted whatever's the right decision for regardless of where the young men are across the country um, that are in a tough situation like that is just the right thing be done and the fair thing be done whatever that is and uh, you know maybe even a little more transparency and how things are done, I don't know. But I'm sure it's a tough job to do. Um, but these are my guys that I love and I care for. And, you know, I want what's the best for them in every situ every situation within their lives. The true freshman who played uh, Thursday, do you, have they shown you enough? Are they expected to play past the four-game limit? So we don't even – we chart it, but we don't have that kind of thought process. Every single week is a new week for us. Um, later in the season, if there's been some – uh, runs where they're not playing, we might calculate that. But right now, it's every week who can work to be above the line, um, who can work to contribute. Uh, a, a young man that stands out is Kenan Johnson. Uh, he got reps during the game and did so well, even on some special teams plays. 
you might see him playing even more on special teams, even more on defense, elevating his status. Demetrius Knight, Chico Bennett are two others that pop off that really did a nice job when they got the opportunity to play, to contribute, to do a really nice job for us. Uh, Dylan Leonard, Dylan Devaney, Kalani Norris, uh, Jemias Griffin, uh, some other names, I'm sure there's more, um, that were out there playing, competing, and earning more playing time. And I know we released basically a repeat of last week's ATL cheat. So what we do, we don't make those decisions until Thursday. So we give them a full week of practice to determine how well they practice, um, how well they know the game plan, because um, everything we do in this program practices everything, because how you practice is how you play. So we'll set that chart on Thursday, and I guess we'll release it Thursday afternoon or something, um, just how we see going into the game, um, you know, the reps that they'll play and all those kind of things. So it'll be an ever-going weekly discussion. Um, so every Thursday, so we practice in the morning. Uh, we have our noontime tradition as a coaching staff uh, right afterwards, which is pretty good. Um, and then we have a huge meeting, and we call the meeting Playing the Players. So how we're going to play the players, who's earned their reps, how we see each guy, what series they'll go in, uh, those kind of things going forward uh, to get ready for the game. I know you're like, talking about injuries. I was curious about Lucas and was he fully healthy for the game? And then yeah. also, will, you, will we see more of James on, on Saturday after his performance? So, yeah, I mean, I thought he did good. I thought uh, Tobias ran the ball really well. Um, I thought James threw the ball really well and just trying to find creative things. Um, Lucas had a really good two days of practice um, and what a great teammate that he is um, just to come in there. Um, I don't know if he, uh, he played the last two-minute drill of the first half, um, didn't really get some looks to, to really show some things that he can do or he'd been doing in practice, um, but I would say it's fair to say all three will play. And, uh, you know, they've got a good complement. There's a good mojo in the room together. They work really well together. They're highly competitive, which I love about all three of them, but they're still team-oriented guys, and I want what's best for the team, and they understand the multiplicity of the attack that we can have uh, with all three of them um, is a differentiating factor moving forward. Yes, Tori. Um, so you kind of already hit on this, but I did want to circle back. A lot of guys over the past few months, even in the last year, said the USF game last year was when they desperately wanted back because there wasn't that level of cleanliness that they wanted sure. in the game, whether it was on special teams, offense, defense. I guess in that, and you did kind of say this, but in what way have you seen the attention to detail and focus in cleanliness? I guess as you guys start prep, how have you seen that kind of shift? Sure, and, but I think that, that just goes back to our evaluation of last Thursday night. We played really hard, we competed, and we stayed together. But there were times the attention to detail and guys just committing to doing their job was lacking at times. Uh, I think there were nine of their plays had half of their yards offensively and just jumping out of gaps or trying to do somebody else's job or not keeping the ball on the proper shoulder, whatever it may be, against an elite talented team or a talented individual. That misfit against some teams might be hurt you for 12 yards. Against a team with players and an elite running back, that play is going to go for 90. So just the cleanliness of doing your job, trusting your teammates to do theirs, and we hold each other accountable within the organization and say, here's what happened. 
for the whole world to see, for the whole defense and offense to see, here's why this play happened. Nine guys did really well, did their job. These two didn't keep the ball on the proper shoulder. It went for 90. So don't you other nine start trying to do something else when it was this was the issue. <clears throat> so the trust, the accountability, and everybody understanding that we're going to get better, that's the key. So just cleanliness, execution. I thought, <coughs> excuse me, the, the penalty part of the game, we only had two penalties, so um, we worked really, really hard. We have referees at every practice throwing flags and making sure um, we're addressing that the entire preseason um, kind of paid off. So we just need to play really clean football in all phases and not lose effort, not lose competitiveness, and those kind of things as we move forward. I guess when you look at South Florida's defense, uh, you saw what number 55 did. You can't allow him to have that kind of game this Saturday if the offense is going to be successful. Yeah, a really good player, um, and I. But I just think the whole thing is their, their team speed and the multiplicity of things that they do on defense. Um, so just understanding what they're doing versus the different formations and the different looks, and just execute um, at a high level. You mentioned the attention uh, that you received about reading your players off. Sure. We'll be in the spotlight again when you come onto the field Saturday for your first one. Can you share what you think your emotions will be like for a game you've waited a long time for? When I come onto the field. Yeah, I, I'm excited. I mean, I was excited going into this game. I'm excited any time that you can uh, be a part of intercollegiate football and intercollegiate athletics and play at a high level in this league, in this stadium is special. Um, but the, the thing that I took away from last Thursday night is just being with our guys, competing with our guys that I've grown to know and to love and respect and to go out there um, and compete against another team, I think those you know things are special. I was telling Andy Dimitra when uh, I was a little guy, our Thanksgiving tradition was to come watch the Georgia Tech-Georgia Thanksgiving JV game. That's how we would start our day, Thanksgiving day. I'd sit up there uh, in the top of those bleachers and watch the game, and then we'd go to have Thanksgiving dinner. I remember junior and senior in high school coming here for unofficial visits to watch games as a recruit. Um, and then as a GA and a tight ends coach and director of player personnel, being involved in games and Bobby Dodd. So it, it's going to be special. Um, but the thing that makes it the most special is just the guys that I've gotten to be so close with and having them have an opportunity to compete, play together, um, and represent this great institution at a high level. That's the, that's the thing that really matters to me the most. Um, What's up, 20? I'm kind of curious, seeing Wisconsin shut out USF, does that kind of change the way you're going to, or change the way you attack USF and maybe their offense? So obviously as you're scouting an opponent, you look for similarities between what you do schematically on defense and what the teams that have done well do schematically on defense. So you try to take some things um, away from it, but you still have to maintain what is relative to how you prepare, relative to the schemes that you use, the pressure packages that you use. Um, but I do think they, the Wisconsin did a nice job. They've got really good players, really good coaches. Um, the scheme isn't entirely um, what we run, but you still try to take things away third down package wise um, that guys can see themselves doing and being able to play Saturday. Coach, I know internally it probably wasn't the deal, but last week, I think people outside this building didn't have a whole lot of expectations for your team. 
now that you did a, a non-Power 5 team, is there more pressure to, to go out and get that first win for you and for your guys? So the, the pressure we put on ourselves is every single day. Every single day that we walk out there on that practice field is to get better every single day. Um, so there's an internal drive that we have to build this culture, to every single day battle and compete to get better every single day. And that doesn't change regardless of who you're playing, regardless of what the scoreboard is, regardless of the situation we are going to play. The expectation is to play our very best and learn from any mistakes we might have, any setbacks we might have, and compete and play with unbelievable effort, unbelievable energy all the time, and that's every single day, that is our focus. We understand we've got a really good opponent coming to town, we understand that, but every single day it's about us. Here's what we do offensively, here's what we do defensively, here's what we do special teams, here's how we practice within our culture, here's how we prepare, here's how we watch tape, here's our process that we go through on a weekly basis to prepare ourselves to play at a high level. So. The outside circumstances, the outside, whatever it is, we are completely focused on the internal. How can we get better every single day? And that's what we do. Kind of, kind of follow up. Just, sure. Do, 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 do your guys, do you feel like they're all bought in, or does a win help that happen? Would, would, that, would you worry about losing two games in a row to start the thing? them not buying into that culture? Or do you think they're already there? So I think that's a question for our guys, and I'm fine with you asking any of our players. These players have been nothing short of amazing. Um, the things that they've done to change the mindset in this program, to attack everything that we throw at them, um, to play at a high level, to learn a brand new scheme offensively and defensive, how we do things, our process every single day, blocking out the outside noise and just worrying about ourselves every day. They do an unbelievable job at it. The attitude, the demeanor, the work ethic, all of those things um, have been absolutely amazing. Curious, um, just looking at, at everything that you did on Thursday, you, you mentioned the effort, and, but also the you know, attention to detail. How well do you feel like you guys played as, as a whole, you say? So the, there's a lot of things to clean up. Schematically, um, execution-wise, making sure we're trusting our gaps, trusting our communication along both sides of the ball on the lines, um, those kind of things. So there's always going to be room for improvement. Um, and it is just every day is such a battle and a process to just make sure we're refining our fundamentals, our technique. Everything that we do, for the most part, has been brand new to them. And just hats off to the guys and the coaches for uh, getting to the point that they've gotten to, and now it's every single day a challenge to continue to get better. Last one. It seemed, you know, Travis has played very well. Uh, Caleb Oliver seemed to play well. Jalen Askew was a guy who missed yeah. all spring, and I thought he, from what I saw, he played really well. He really did, yep. I'm kind of curious your thoughts, getting to see him finally play in a game. Yeah, I, I, I was really uh, uh, proud of Ajani. So Ajani and Caleb both have a huge special teams role as well. And uh, I thought they were able to sub each other out. And the more we can have, we had 28 guys play significant snaps on defense on Thursday night. That's a lot. And they handled it the right way. They kept, we had a sub pattern going. And the guys kept communicating and playing at a high level. In this day and age of modern football that we're in, and modern offenses and modern defenses that we're going up against and we're playing, uh, the multitude of things and the guys that you can roll in, 
um, and still not miss a beat regardless of who's playing and who's in there together um, is really special. And I think at that position, at the nickel position, they can both play safety, they can both play nickel, they play a lot of things on special teams for us. Um, but I was really proud of it, of Johnny and Caleb. And we wear catapult systems that track their effort, track their player load, and they both were in the top 10 in the organization on just their overall output. Now, a lot of that's the nature of the position that they play because the nickel position every day is at the top of player load and distance, but they were both competing and playing um, at a high level. So I was excited um, about that for Johnny. Um, so he showed it in real life and the whole team saw it. So whenever he's in, there's just confidence throughout uh, for the entire organization. Thank you, Coach. Thank you, bud. We'll have the uh, coordinators up shortly.